everyone. Thanks for joining us for this challenge series called Heroes and Villains. In this series, we're looking at lesser known people in the Bible who made an impact on the world in either a positive or a negative way. The foundation verse for this series, Micah 6.8, which says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So we're going to look at 12 different characters in the series. Mm -hmm. The first four who act justly or very evil. The second four, they love mercy or they take revenge. And the final four will choose to either walk humbly with God or they'll be consumed with pride. Our goal in this series is to learn through their examples, both good Mm -hmm. and bad, how to be a better disciple of Jesus. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again for another episode in the Heroes and Villains series. This week, we're going to jump into the New Testament to take a look at a villain by the name of Demetrius, who lived in the city of Ephesus in the year 55 AD. And we can find the story of Demetrius and his act of revenge in Acts 19 and 20. Demetrius was a businessman, a silversmith who made his living by making and selling small statues of the goddess Artemis. Legend has it that Artemis was the illegitimate daughter of Zeus and the twin of Apollo. She was called the hunting god because of her extreme accuracy with a bow. She was known to possess powers of healing and disease, to control nature, and to help women with fertility. Pilgrims would come from all over Asia to worship Artemis at her temple in Ephesus which was one of the seven wonders of the world. Now, while in the city, it was said that if you purchased one of these small statues, you could worship Artemis and receive from her powers wherever you lived. So Demetrius and his fellow craftsmen made a good living off of selling these these statues. Mm -hmm. In about 53 AD, the, the apostle Paul came to town, and after meeting some people, he decided to stay and to share the gospel in Ephesus. The Bible records that Paul had great success and that many people became believers in Jesus. These new converts abandoned their old beliefs and they turned away from worshiping Artemis and the other gods. So many people were turning away from Artemis to worship Jesus that began to affect Demetrius and his fellow businessmen, his craftsmen. Uh, Demetrius decided that enough was enough and he was going to do something about this problem. So he called a meeting with the silversmiths and the other related tradesmen, and this is what he said. He said, men, you know that we make our living from this business, and Paul has persuaded a lot of people in Ephesus and all of Asia, saying that gods made with hands are no gods at all. There is danger that our trade may be disregarded, and that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing. This stirred the men up so much that it caused a huge riot, and they grabbed a couple of Paul's friends, and they drugged them into the theater, shouting, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! Chaos and confusion hit everyone in the city, and no one knew what was going on. People tried to stand up and speak and tried to calm the crowd down, but they couldn't because the crowd kept shouting, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! Now, this riot went on for over two hours. When Paul heard what was going on, he wanted to go in and try to 
solve this whole thing, but everyone told him no because they were afraid for his life. Finally, the town clerk was able to get the people's attention. He calmed them down by saying this. He said, Men of Ephesus, who doesn't know that the city of Ephesians is the temple keeper of the great Artemis and of the sacred stone that fell from the sky? Since these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rash. Now he went on to warn them, saying that they could get in trouble with Rome for starting a riot without cause. And at this point, the people calmed down and they went home. Demetrius wasn't successful in getting Paul killed that day, but Paul did decide to leave Ephesians or Ephesus because of it. So Demetrius, pretty, pretty bad dude. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that there's a lot of people who don't realize that Greek mythology didn't come like after the Bible and it wasn't something separate. It was something that you see sometimes threaded through there, through yeah. people groups that were anti-God and anti mm-hmm. the movement of Jesus, right? So, yeah. um, you know, there was a couple things I, I thought about. I, I loved the fact that um, there's some similarities to what was happening there to what's happening here right now, that mm-hmm. there was chaos and you said... No one knew what was going on because of confusion. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, well, that's that's today. That's that that's what we're dealing with right now. No one knows what's going on because of mass confusion, um, media saying this, uh, media saying that, nothing, we don't have any answers, no one's allowed to ask questions. People ask questions and they get censored. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh wow, well, that was also an act. <laughs> so here we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there was two, besides the fact that Greek mythology was obviously something that was happening then, and the confusion piece, there was two big pieces that I think we can take away. Number one, um, we all get really defensive when we feel threatened. Yeah. And I think that if you dive deep into that, we feel threatened when we're not fully confident in what we believe. That Yeah, that's, that is totally true. Because yeah. when you know with everything in you that what you believe is fact, mm-hmm. when somebody challenges that, you don't yeah. get as defensive. Right, you don't get shaken. Right. If I make coffee and I put it in my cup, and you tell me that it's not really coffee, it's tea. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> but if you make it and bring it to me and you tell me that's not really coffee, I wasn't part, I don't know for sure, right? right. Yeah. So yeah. how many times, and you can say, well, how does that work with our walk with Christ? Because what we experience comes through the word. Well, we see it played out in our life. Mm-hmm. We see the peace that comes with the Holy Spirit. We see how it changes our attitude, how it changes um the way we sleep, the way we think, the way we the way we live. Yeah. You know, we can find peace mm-hmm. in the midst of all this chaos. Right. When there was so much confusion and knew what was going no one knew what was going on. When you have the Holy Spirit, you mm-hmm. can find peace in the middle of that. So yeah. when when you get defensive and you feel threatened, I think that's a great point to go, wait a minute. And do I really know what I believe here? Do I really know mm-hmm. why I believe that? But you see that play out. That that's that's been that way 
from the beginning of time and it will continue on that way that we get defensive when we feel threatened. Mm-hmm. Animals, people, I mean, just it's just the way it works. Sure, sure. And you see that in the chaotic moment that happened there in Acts 19 and 20. Um, the second thing was we all have influence um, and how how we use it is really up to us. Right. We all have influence. And that's something that I think is the word influence because of influencers on social media and in Hollywood. We wonder, mm-hmm. well, do I really have influence? We do. Yeah. Everything we do impacts other people. Mm-hmm. If the people that you work with, the people that you go to school with, the people that you hang out with, when what you do impacts them. I mean, how often have we been in horrible moods and it changes the atmosphere in which we live? Or we walk in excited and other people get excited with us. Right. How are we using our influence? Mm -hmm. How are we how are we taking what we know, what we live and impacting other people now to live your life in a way that it's like I'm going to change the world? That's great in theory. Mm hmm. But it starts with your your community. Yeah. The people who who that, do you impact? Who right. do you influence? Who right are you sitting across yeah. the table from? That that's your mm-hmm. people. That's your tribe. It's like, well, yeah. I want to go and I want to go impact Nairobi. Awesome. How about yeah. your next door neighbor? How right. about the people yeah. that you're doing life with? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think how many times do we even in like big corporations or in big churches or big schools? Mm-hmm. You, you're doing life technically with these people, but you're not because they don't know everything about you. They mm-hmm. don't know what you're facing. They don't know the things that you're struggling with, but your friends do. Mm-hmm. Your community yeah. does. How are you using your influence in that and then taking it outside of that? How are you right. taking it and what are you doing with that influence? What are you doing to say, okay, as we sit here and we discuss this, what are we going to do with this? And how mm-hmm. are you, because how are you going to go impact other parts of your community that I don't have access to? Yeah. Right? Right. Right. So I, I don't know. I think that that to me stood out the most. Um, I get, I get the hustle. I get that Demetrius was like, man, this is, this is our, this is our bread and butter here. Like, yeah. Paul needs to shut up. Right. But so this is not about let's attack Demetrius because he's hearing the gospel for the first time. Let's be honest. How many of us hear parts of the gospel and we don't like it because it affects, it challenges yeah. the things exactly. that we don't want to let go of. Right. right. Yeah. It. So this is not about, okay, let's talk about how bad Demetrius is. It's like, let's look at how, what Demetrius's response, how similar that is to ours. Mm-hmm. We get, Defensive when we're challenged, we have influence. What are we doing with that? Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was, it was a great thought because sometimes having a bad day, we just feel like, well, it's I'm just having a bad day. You just have to deal with it. And we feel mm-hmm. like it's other people's responsibility to deal with the things we don't want to deal with. And as followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. we're responsible for our actions and reactions. We got to deal with our stuff first. Mm-hmm. It's not your problem if I'm having a bad day. That's mine. It's not your problem if I'm offended. That's mine. It's not your problem if um, I'm just doing everything halfway. If that's my responsibility because I impact the community that 
I live in and I mm-hmm. serve in and I walk in, yeah. just like you. Right. And and it's those things that, that influence the people. Sometimes we think, oh, influence, and we think that that's like us on purpose trying to influence or to change someone's mind. But in reality, we influence people by our bad attitude. We right. influence people by, you know, just not dealing with something in our life and then it spills over into other people and it's like oh well you're depressed or you're upset about this or you're discouraged about this and now I feel like that right you know well I had a really good friend that died several years ago um, from cancer and I remember when the first bout of cancer happened and then she went into remission and she was good. And then it came back mm-hmm. and it came back with a vengeance. Yeah. And there was a, sp- a specific situation that happened where there was um, another friend of ours that was in need because of sickness and surgery. And so we were doing meals and stuff like that for mm-hmm. them. She had every reason to say, count me out. She not only signed up once, she signed up twice. Wow. Went and got groceries, mm-hmm. made, didn't order food. She made food. And because this family had specific dietary issues. Right. And she made this food and then took it over there, weak from chemo and radiation, mm-hmm. tired, fighting for her life, died just a few months after. And I remember thinking in that moment, just to be honest, I am so busy. I can, can I just, order something and have it delivered? Can Mm -hmm. I just send them a gift card? Can I do you? And then when my friend did this, it it impacted me because she had every reason not to, and yet she did. And that influence has stuck with me all these years later going, what's my excuses that I'm making here? Like what, why am I so quick to be like, ah, it's not my responsibility or, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't have time to do that. So to yeah. me, that that very much parallels. So on our our challenge this week, like, what are you thinking? I think it's really that it's it it it's about our influence, and yeah. the challenge is is what are you doing with your influence? What what are you what kind of a, an impact are you making on the people around you? And so it's kind of check yourself, kind of mm-hmm. moment to say. This week, use my influence in a positive way. Right, right. I love that. And I think that there's something that we have to all note, that we don't always see the fruit of our influence. There are things we do when we do what's right. We do what's right because it's right. We help mm-hmm. others because it's right, not for a photo op, not for a public, not for a social media post, but because it's the right thing to do. And there will be things in your life that when you do what's right, when you do what God's put on your heart, you may not ever hear a thank you. You might not ever see the impact of that, but you have to know that it is trickling down and it's changing yeah. lives along the way. And I believe someday when we get to heaven, we're going to get to hear about how this chain reaction of us just choosing to do the right thing, choosing yeah. to be a positive influence, choosing to make a difference in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So this week, go be a good influence. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us again. And we hope to see you again next week. Absolutely.